This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the first time, then welcome. We do strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one before you get started. Just a reminder that we are not finance professionals. We're here learning like you and nothing on this podcast should be taken as advice. So with that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce and as always, I am joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, Big story we have today, a lot of headlines in financial news. Google fell 95%. What the? But that's okay. Ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. And it's okay. That's okay. I mean, look, the tech, the tech sell off started with Peloton and Zoom, but it's Google now ninety five percent down. Wow. But all is not what it seems. Well, what is it? What is it? Well, that's what this episode. <laughs> so we're talking about a stock split in today's episode, and using what happened with Alphabet, the parent company of Google, last week because they did a twenty to one stock split. Uh, you may be freaking out if you have Google or Alphabet in your portfolio and saw a sudden drop in value. Yeah, and the lesson that we want to talk about today is what does it mean for investors? Not just this Google stock split, but a stock split, a Scott, but a stock split or a stock consolidation. What should an investor do? What does it mean for tax? Uh, but also, if you're an ETF investor, which a lot of us are, even if we don't own Google directly, I guarantee. That if you own an ETF, you you own Google. What do you do? What happens there? Does it does it affect ETF investors in any way? We're about to find out. Let's start with the story. So, what happened this week, Bryce? <laughs> so, as I said last week, Alphabet, the parent company of Google, was trading at two thousand two hundred US dollars a share, and then all of a sudden it dropped to one hundred and ten dollars. There's uh, there's the ninety five percent drop. Yeah, market open on Monday and bang. <laughs> uh oh. So, if you're looking at the price chart, if you're looking at your portfolio. It's going to look pretty down. However, that is okay because what Google did was they did a stock split, a 20 to 1 stock split. So they took one share and divided it into 20 new shares. Yes. So let's say Google had, for ease of maths, a billion shares on issue and they traded at about $2,200 a share. Then they split each of those billion shares into 20 shares. Yes. So they had 20 billion stocks shares on issue and then they were trading at $110. Now Bryce quick math. Yep. A billion times 2200. Uh, a couple of trill. 2.2 trill. Yeah. Uh 
20 billion times $110. 2.2 trill. There you go. <laughs> Same overall market value just divided by 20 times more shares. Yes. And that's how they got to the $110 as well. 2,200 US dollars divided by 20 gets you $110. So, Ren, the question is why would Google, and this is not only something that happens with Google, we've seen it happen with plenty of other yeah, companies. So, last few years, Tesla did it. Apple's done it. Amazon's done it. Uh, Berkshire have? No, no, but Warren Buffett. On their B's? Yeah, oh, sorry, B's have split, but famously A's never split. That's yeah. why they're $450,000 a share. crazy. <laughs> so, so, I guess um, some big companies have done it. It's not unusual to see. There are reasons why companies do it. Yes. So, the first one is accessibility. Now, uh, $2,200 a share is a lot. Yes. Uh, and you have to save up for a long time to be able to afford it. We know that some brokers offer fractional share ownership where you don't have to buy one share. You can buy like zero point something of a share. You can buy a fraction of a share. And so that solves it in some ways. But a lot of brokers don't. So if you split the share, you make it $110 rather than $2,000. It's a lot more accessible for people like you and I yeah. to buy it. So that's yeah. number one. Number two is liquidity. Now, a bit of jargon there, but essentially it means the ease at which you can buy and sell a stock. Uh, with more stocks on offer, it means that there's more available for Ren and I or you guys out there to buy. So the liquidity, there's more liquidity yeah, in the market. There's more shares, moving hands. Um, you and I, rather than owning one share that's worth $2,000 and we can't sell a bit of it, if we have 20 shares, each worth $100, we could sell 10 shares if we wanted to. So it just facilitates more shares trading, yeah, which is good. Um, and then a third reason, which isn't in the economic textbooks, you're not going to learn this in Finance 101, uh, but something that we've seen from the recent stock splits of Apple and Tesla and all of them is that the price has been pushed up. And that's just the psychology of the market. That's not something that you should expect to always happen. No. But, you know. It's maybe. a derivative of the first two things, though. If things are more accessible and there's a little bit more liquidity, then you could assume. Yeah, it's also <laughs> like an expectations game because it happens. Yeah. Then people expect it to happen again, especially like, you know, on social media and stuff like that, on Reddit. Um, so don't don't think that that one is always going to happen. No. But, hey, if you're a CEO and you need to hit your bonus targets... Anyway, Split your stock. Yeah, let's not. Too deep. So that's the story. That's the headline. Google 20 to 1 stock split. Uh, and you will see that reflected in your portfolio. But what does it mean for Google shareholders? Do I need yeah. to do anything? Should I be concerned? Here's the lesson. Because if you're a long-term investor, you are going to come across a stock split or a stock consolidation in a company that you hold. Yeah. It's just, it's going to happen. So what do we have to do? Not a lot. The, that is the great <laughs> news. You don't have to do much. And it's... It can sound daunting. They make it easy for you. They make it easy. So it's not often you have a lesson, you're sitting in class and the teacher just says, there's not much we have to do here. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty I mean, good. Yeah, good day. Good day. So not not much happens, not a lot really changes as you for you as a Google shareholder. The value of your position, I think this is the first thing to consider, does not change. If you had $1,000 invested in Google and they do a stock split, you will still have thousand dollars invested in google it will just be across more shares yes. that's the sim simplicity of it the per your percentage ownership of the company will not change yeah, the so if we owned 0.00003 percent of the company that's probably that's a loss. what we own 
we still own 0.0003% of yep. the company just across more shares. That's it. So the dollar amount that you invested doesn't change and the percentage of the company that you own doesn't change. And yes. they're really the two important things. Yes. How many shares that's divided into is just it's, technical. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it doesn't make any difference to you as an investor. Some jargon coming up, your cost base will not change. What that means is if I invested uh, in at a particular price or I invested 1000 and it's now worth 2000 that initial cost base, that 1000 that you went in will not change. Yeah, and that matters for tax reasons. But before we talk about tax, uh, one last thing that you don't need to do you don't need to do anything extra to claim your shares. Yes. You don't need to write to Google and ask. <laughs> you don't need to notify your brokerage account that there should be shares incoming. By this point, by the time you're listening to this episode, you should be able to just go into your brokerage account and see 20 times more shares and a much lower share price. On Honestly, it should have happened really the day the stock split. Brokers move pretty quickly these days. Yeah, That's the key thing. You don't need to do much. But a lot of the questions that we get and a lot of the confusion comes around tax. Yes. Now, we know there's a global audience on Get Started Investing, so we need to speak in generalities and we need to be clear that you need to get your own tax advice. Yes, <laughs> but... <laughs> but there was a good article on ShareSite uh, that sort of explained the simple philosophy behind it. And as you said before, your cost base does not change. So if you bought 10 shares at $100 a share you spent $1,000 on shares. The company does a two-for-one stock split. You own 20 shares with a cost base of 50, but that's still $1,000 that you've spent. So when you report for tax time, if you sell the whole amount, well, your cost base is $1,000. That's easy. Mm. If you sell part of the amount, your cost base is that whatever the split adjusted cost base is. So mm. 20 shares at $50 a share. So for Google, if you bought one share at $2,200, it's now 20 shares at $110 and you sold half of them, what would your cost base be? Give me the maths again. <laughs> <laughs> so you bought one share at $2,200. Yeah. And then Google does a 20 to 1 stock split. Yeah. If you sold the whole amount, yep. let's say it, it was two, you sold the whole amount for $2,300, yep. well, you made 100 bucks. Yeah. Easy to report. Yes. What if you sold half of your shares now that you have 20 of them? Same thing. Like your, your cost base is going to be half of 2,200. Yeah. What yeah. if what, 1,100? Nice. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's really how you think about it for tax. Yeah. But obviously tax laws change in different countries and you need to get your own tax advice before you file. Yes. Now uh, an unsponsored plug, but I do use ShareSite. They're a great tool for tracking they make all of this work very easy for you because they'll recognize that there's a stock split and you just click the button and it'll then readjust all your cost bases accordingly. So from a tax point of view, you don't even have to get in and change your Excel's, not adjust your cost bases, but adjust your your um, your tracking, your your um, cost per share, all that sort of stuff. So you don't even have to adjust your- um, I think brokers do that as well. Yeah, but from a-, a, a uh, Yeah, they do. They do, that's true. <laughs> but if you have multiple brokers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's keep it moving. What does it mean for ETF investors? And I think where we want to start here is that if you don't think you own Alphabet, you probably do. Think again. If you own a global ETF, like an MSCI All World Index. Yes, you own it. If you own an S&P 500 ETF. You own it. If you own a NASDAQ 100 ETF. You own it. If you own any global or American tech or software ETF. 
With confident, with a, with most confidence, I'd say you own it. There'd probably be some niche, but broadly, yes. Uh, I'm saying you own it if you own a growth ETF. Yeah, pretty sure. These days, if you own a value ETF, <laughs> interesting. Not sure. <laughs> if you own an ESG ETF. Oh, yes. Uh, if you own like a general one, generally, alpha, those tech companies yeah. get in. They wouldn't be in like a wind power ETF. No. No, they'd be like global sustainability leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethically responsible. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you get it. Um. Anyway, look, I think the point is that Alphabet is a pretty core holding in most ETFs and managed funds and everything. So for those of us that own an ETF, what mm. do we need to do? Same thing, Ren, if you own uh, – if you're an individual investor, the same thing applies as uh, if you're an ETF investor. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing changes. If, if it was possible to need to do less, you would need to do less because the ETF issuer <laughs> does, it, does all it for you. Now, yes. let's let's explain. So, let's say you own an ETF and in that ETF, there's 100 Alphabet shares. Yep. Uh, the That ETF, after the stock split, will own 2,000 Alphabet shares. Yep. But as a percentage of the ETF, like let's say it's 5% of the ETF, that should remain 5% of the ETF. Yeah. Your cost base in buying the ETF doesn't, doesn't change. change. No. Um, the number of u- ETF units you have, you know, like the AT- shares of the ETF that you have, doesn't change. Doesn't change. They don't get split. There's no tax implications because you are buying and selling the units in the ETF, and the price and the units of the ETF matters, not what's going on underneath. Yes. The ETF issuer deals with all of that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm getting a whole a bit a lot of sense here, Ren, that uh, this whole scenario is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Nice. That's good. That is good. <laughs> it's a whole lot of nothing, but if you can if you watch the headlines, you might think it's a whole lot of something. Yeah, it's a whole lot of headlines. Yes, it's a whole lot of headlines. <laughs> not, and not a lot of paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of substance. Yeah. So um so yeah, I think I think that's our key takeaway. You probably saw the headlines, you will see the headlines again. Google is the example this week, but it's okay. It's a lot of noise. Yeah. There is an opposite of a stock split, a stock consolidation. Uh, Google split their shares because it's too high and it's inaccessible. Some companies will say our share price is too low. <laughs> we need to consolidate. So yeah. rather than doing a 24-on split, they might do a 24-on consolidation. And that's when your stock's in like the cents. Yes. Like yeah. the... If your stock's trading, at, miners. If your stock's trading at two cents, you might do a ten for one consolidation, so it's trading at twenty cents, and that's because stocks trading that low, there's a stigma around. Yeah, that. and you know you're not buying a two cent stock unless you're it's in, a specky you're in, you're in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think the same thing applies there though that. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing changes for you as an investor or the, at least nothing that you need to do or be concerned about. Yeah, the value of your investment doesn't change. The percentage ownership of the company you have doesn't change. It's just the number of shares that that value or that ownership stake is split across. Yes. Yeah. So, Ren, just like uh, a lot of things in investing, it can seem daunting and overwhelming and confusing, but when you break it down, there's uh, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Hold so. on, now, Bryce. One thing before we leave, um, you know that joke when the iPhone came out. There's an app for that. Yeah, and you know it's like, oh, there should be an app for running backwards down. Here. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's an app for that. Yeah, and then in the podcasting world, there's a bit of a joke. There's a podcast for that. Yes, and there's just so many podcasts out there. I think we should coin the term. There's an ETF for that. 
Okay. Because the amount of ETFs out there is crazy. Yes. And so I wasn't surprised to see there is an ETF that tracks companies splitting their stock. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so what? A stocks, a company comes in, splits its stock, so it gets put into the ETF? A company announces it's splitting its stock, and then it gets put in, and then I think it's in there for like six months after the stock <sighs> split or something. Ca- capture the upside. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. It's, it's just like... It's like the world doesn't no need one this, needs guys. that. The world no, one, need no one needs that. Anyway, what, but here's the ticker. It's over in the US. Tufa. No way. T o f r. Tufa. Because it's for you one. know like two for one. <laughs> you got to respect the the naming conventions for some of these guys. But look, um, that is a, an ETF that you're right. The world definitely does not need. Yeah, we don't give investment <laughs> advice on the show, but advice to the ETF issuer. Did the world Sack need it. this? Sack it. Sack it. Energy going into that would have been too much. Oh, like Focus imagine, on other things. Imagine if that was your job trying to market that. It's like... I know. Anyway, but know. hey, we said that alphabets in every ATF, alphabet will be in this one as well. That's true. That is true. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode of Get Started Investing. Hopefully, we've been able to add another piece to your investor toolkit And if you were one of those investors who had Alphabet in your portfolio and were wondering what was going on, I hope we've been able to make it clear why you would have seen a bit of a drop. So we'll be back next week with another news story from around the world in uh, in markets to help you become a better investor. But Ren, it's been great. We'll pick it up next week. Sounds good. Get Started Investing is a product of Equitybates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. 
Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.